If you turn to the back of the bulletin, you'll find the Heidelberg Catechism, Lord's Day number 27. And again, we will, I will read the question, and then together we'll respond uh, with the answer. Question 72. Is then the outward washing with water itself the washing away of sin? No. no. For only the blood of Christ and the Holy Spirit cleanses us. Why then does the Holy Spirit call baptism the washing of regeneration and the washing away of sins? God speaks thus with great not only to teach us thereby that just as the filthiness of the body is taken away by water, so our sins are taken away by the blood of Christ. Much more that by his divine life and glory, he makes sure that we are really Are infants also to be baptized? Yes. For they, as well as their parents, belong to the covenant and people of God. Through the blood of Christ, both the redemption from sin and the Holy Spirit. Through faith. So in these questions, these questions follow along from actually last week regarding uh, the sacrament of baptism. And um, they, uh, they show us and teach us further how that, uh, as we learned last week, uh, that baptism uh, signifies and seals that we partake of Christ on the cross, and that, again, through baptism, and that the washing of baptism um, is uh, connected completely with the blood of Christ and his cleansing us um, and renewing us by his spirit. And uh, again, we've already seen last week that how baptism, like the Lord's Supper, has a promise that we will be thoroughly washed so that we uh, know complete regeneration. So uh, several passages to consider in, in the questions that we have before us today. One is from uh, Mark 16, 16. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. And then Acts chapter 2 verses 38 and 39. Then Peter said to them, Repent and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, for the promise is to you and to your children and to all who are afar off, 
as many as the Lord will call. And then uh, one other passage that I have here is from Acts. Uh, uh, no, actually, no, it's from uh, Colossians 2, excuse me, verses 11 to 13. In him you were also circumcised with the circumcision made without hands by putting off the body of sin, sins of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ, buried with him in baptism, in which you also were raised with him through faith in the working of God, who raised him from the dead. So the question and answers today, uh, again, are focused on the outward washing with water in baptism, but also saying very clearly that this is not equal to being washed in the blood of Christ. Um, in fact, the, the one verse I read specifically says, for all those who believe and are baptized, and then, but those who do not believe, there's no mention of, of baptism. And um, the, this, uh, the reason for calling baptism the washing of regeneration and washing away of sin is because it is a sacrament. It is a sacrament is a, is a pledge, it's a token, it's a divine pledge. It's uh, something that was established uh, by Christ uh, for the church as it's practiced, and it is um, for us to do. Uh, and we do this in obedience, first and foremost. Um, and I think, for the most part, the, the first two questions regarding the washing away of sins is pretty well understood uh, by most Christians. And I think the, the second uh, question um, regarding uh, why does the, the Holy Spirit call it baptism, uh, the washing of regeneration, again, it's, it is a symbol, it is a sign of what Christ accomplishes. Where there's often a greater sticking point is question 74 regarding the question of whether infants should be baptized. And um, to this question, uh, I, I think there are, there are certainly many uh, denominations that, that oppose the, the idea of infant baptism. Um, and, uh, but I, I just want to make one point that I think is, is significant in terms of how we view and understand baptism. And I think the, the, the Heidelberg is clearly seeking to, to lay this out in its answer. And that is that what does baptism actually represent? Does it, just, does it represent our conversion? And the answer is no. It's not about being converted. It's representing God's covenant. And in the Old Testament, that covenant representation was seen in circumcision. In the New Testament, that covenant uh, is represented in baptism. So that when, 
we baptize, whether it's an infant or an adult, it's really the same. It's the same baptism. It's a baptism acknowledging, one, that we're being obedient to God, doing what he told us to do. Number two, it is a, uh, a sign and seal of that covenant that Christ made, that Christ established through the Father, through the Spirit. And it, it's the, the, the Catechism even speaks about why do, then does the Holy Spirit call baptism washing? It's not saying why do we, it's saying why does the scriptures call it that? And it's because it does represent uh, that the magnitude of that covenant. It is not just a matter of conversion. It is a matter of from beginning to end to bring us into the kingdom. And uh, the clearest passage about this is what I read from the Colossians. And um, again, in Colossians, it says, it has literally a transition from speaking about circumcision, uh, circumcision made without hands by putting off the body of sins of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ, comma, buried with him in baptism. So I think there's, there's many ways that that can be argued, but that particular verse is one that I think is the closest to literally tying the knot. That the, the baptism is um, essentially a representation of the new covenant, the same way circumcision was a representation in the old. And I think once you understand that baptism is not about somebody's personal testimony or their personal conviction, but that it's a testimony to God's faithfulness to his people, Gentile and Jew, as God fulfills his covenant promises, uh, then it becomes clear that infants ought to be baptized. 